Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Holds Barred. This promises to be one of the most interesting and intriguing episodes that we've done thus far. And we've done some bangers so far. Uh, we've got Dan on the line. And Hello. Uh, at, at this current stage in your life, what, how, what, how, what is your job role? Um, I, am, I am the owner of an escort agency based in London. Beautiful. Uh, when we first st- started speaking... Um, you told me that you was a, a estate agent, right? Yes, I, I left school, started as an estate agent. Um, and then when I was about 21, 22 years old, um, I was looking for a second job because um, I wasn't making enough money. I wasn't very good at estate agency, if I'm <laughs> completely honest. Um, and I thought about getting a job at a bar um, and on Fridays and Saturday nights. But a friend of mine um, had driven girls in the past. Um, and he recommended uh, driving escorts around. Um, he said it was cash straight away, pretty good money. Um, and I started doing that um, just at the weekends. Um, and then in 2008, I think it was, when the financial crash happened, my estate agents got shut down. And I thought, I might as well just drive the girls full time. It's making me decent money. Um, one thing led to another. And um, 12 years later, I'm here in charge of my own one. All right. Okay. Good. So let's let's pull it back a little bit. So um, you uh, driving girls. What, what what does that mean? Right. So um, but there's different levels of escorting in London, and, and and at this level, the girls have all got their own drivers, and and it's out calls only, um, which means that the girls um, go and visit clients at their home or their hotel, um, and obviously they need uh, drivers who also act as kind of their security, if you like, um, to take them on the bookings, wait around the corner um, for when they're finished and then take them either home or back to the office. And how would that security, you know, you're waiting around the corner, does the client know that, that you're there? Is he told or, you know? In- yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good deterrent just to keep clients in check as well to let them know that there's a driver around the corner. I mean, I was, I was a driver for about um, for about four, three or four years and I never had any trouble. I mean, but before I started, I was absolutely cacking myself, to be honest, mate. I was worried about what's it like? Am I going to get in trouble? Is it going to be like meetings after me and stuff like that? But it was, um, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty, pretty simple. So you never, uh, had, you never had a situation where... It... I, had one, I had one situation in four years. When you was a driver? Yeah. Um, what was that? So basically, I, I took two girls to a job in Reading and they went up and how it's supposed to happen is the girl's supposed to go in and they get the money at the beginning of the hour. 
Um, and then whenever their time is finished, they get back into the car and they pass the driver, the agency fee and the driver fee. And they keep their bit. Um, so they went into the job. They told me they were fine. Um, but then at the end of the book, and they were like, we haven't got any money from the client. And they won't let us out of the flat. So I was like, fuck, do you know what I mean? It's one of them situations where I mean, I'm not a brave guy, but something just takes over you. Like, right, I've got to sort this out. Mm. Um, so um, I was trying to get into this block of, build, uh, block of flats to, to get them out. But at the same time, the clients were coming down in a lift. And one of the clients had like a wine bottle in his hand because the girls were up there saying, oh, my driver's coming to come, and, coming to come and, and sort you out and all this stuff. And I met the guy from the lobby. I was like, mate, what's going on? And he was like, oh. and basically, long story short, is all I had to do was talk them around. They realized they were being idiots. They paid the girls the money and we left. Sorry. I mean, as, as much as a, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> this, is, this might be like a flippant story for you, but to me and I, people, people listening, you, so yeah. you met him in, in the foyer. He had an, in he had the a foyer, sh- yeah. He, 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 him and his mate come out with a, with a wine bottle in their hand and I thought, fucking, this is going to get a bit tasty. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, 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 what's the problem? Yeah. And they were like, oh, the girls are kicking off up there. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do what they, what they said they'd do. And, I just, and basically, I just had to sit them down and say, look, you paid for the time. Um, whatever happens in that time is up to the girl. Um, I said, look, if, you, if you're really not going to pay, that's not a problem. But you've got to let the girls out the flat. <laughs> so we can go and and that, that was it really it really it wasn't wasn't anything bad i mean I've, I've heard of i've heard of other drivers going through a lot worse yeah um there was one job at an agency uh, one of my rivals they booked i think six girls and six cars have turned up and it was like a gang of like 20 geezers with like guns and they just they nicked phones wallets cars a lot so I mean, in, in this industry, you can be quite vulnerable, but as long as you keep your wits about you and you're, you're a bit streetwise, you can stay out of trouble. So you were driving for four years? Four years, uh, yeah. And what, what's that life? What, 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 what does that feel like? What, what is that job? What does that mean um, for your life? The, the, the toughest thing was, was working nights. I mean, it was, I, I, was, I was pretty desperate for money at the time. I was in quite a lot of debt. So my life consisted of waking up at four o'clock in the afternoon every day, confirming my shift for that evening, because you have to confirm that you're going to be working between four and six. Mm. And then about six, 6.30, they tell you which girl you're driving, and you pick them up about seven, and you just drive them about all night, finish work at seven o'clock in the morning. Um, and then do it all again. So it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a great standard of life that I had. I, I, I lost a lot of my social life as well. I lost a lot of friends because at that age, in, the mid, in your mid-20s, all your friends were going out at the weekend, whereas I was going out um, driving girls at the weekend. Mm. So it was, it was difficult, but um, you learn a lot. How much <laughs> might you earn driving a girl in, uh, in one night? Um, well, as, as an agency owner now, I try, and, I try and make it so that my drivers earn, after petrol, about £100 a night. Okay. Cash. And how, and how old are these drivers, would they be? Um, well, I was 22 when I started, but I think that's a bit young. I mean, my policy is drivers have got to be over 30 now. Um, because I remember what I was like when I was a driver at 22. And, <laughs> and it's, um, yeah, you, um, you need someone a bit more mature, I think. <laughs> well, and and uh, so... Uh, do you you know when you're you're picking your drivers? Do you mm. do you talk to them that they need to be able to handle themselves? Is that a part of the prerequisite? Um, the the biggest thing for drivers is trust and common sense. Because I mean, you, you could you could be the, the 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 hardest guy in the world, but if you can't notice that the girl's walking into a dangerous situation, do you know what I mean? You then then you're no good. You have to have that wherewithal to to have that feeling. Do you know when you turn up something like this doesn't feel right? Yes, do you know what I mean? For whatever reason, it, that you you've got you've got the you turn up to a I don't know a council estate. She's supposed to go up that stairs, but there's three guys standing there. So I've known a driver say, "Go on, go on, love, good luck." 
<laughs> and that's just not on. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you... and, and, and some of the other agencies are like that as well. They insist that you go. Whereas my agency, I'm very much like, if you don't feel safe, turn around and leave. It's not worth it. Okay. We're definitely going to come on to the way you run your agency. Um, yeah. So, so you've got, you're driving what, one girl or, or several girls during the night? Um, How does that work? Some, sometimes I've driven up to three, up to three well, how many, how many you can fit in, the, in your car and how, how short the agency is on drivers depends on how many girls you can drive. I mean, it was always a bonus when you had two or three girls in the car because if you, if you take them to a two-girl booking, then you get paid double. Mm. Um, so that was what you always wanted as a driver. All right, so you, you did that for a few years. You earned enough money. Um, when, when did it start to click that you wanted to potentially run your own like how, to, how did that to be honest but within weeks of, of driving full-time um i i just I, i've always been fairly good at business and, I, and i've thought that i've always had a, a fairly good brain in my head and i noticed very quickly that in this this industry it's kind of like an untapped industry for anyone with a business brain well just because a lot of these agencies so basically all, all the agencies that are around now they are all owned by ex-drivers of a very old agency called Silk and Lace, who were like the original in the in the eighties agency, and they weren't run particularly professionally. Um, there's all sorts of horror stories that I've heard of of um, say if you go to a, a client's address and um, the client says I don't know what you're talking about or it's it's a, it's a fake address, they'll send all the drivers to go and kick the door in and beat up everyone in the house. It's, it's, it's crazy stuff. Why would they do like, that? Like, <laughs> I know. So imagine that. Imagine that someone, uh, uh, someone pranks you and says, oh, I want to book a girl, uh, a girl to this address, and it's your address, and you're like, you have no idea what's going on. Next thing you know, you've got a load of geezers piling in through your front door. But, like it's, uh, but what, what, would, what would their reasoning be? Why would uh, they do that? I don't know. I, I honestly, just from what I've heard, I run by a complete psychopath who, who, just, who, just, wanted, who just wanted to dominate and just, just show his authority if you like yeah gangster basically yeah but basically yeah and and a lot of the agencies that are run that are open now bar one i'd say um are um are run by um ex-employees of owned by ex-employees of, of that agency yeah and and not very well and you was a driver for, for, for one of these no guys. i was a i was a job yeah i was a driver for one of the agencies set up from one of the drivers of that agency yeah yeah, yeah. and um so in a couple of weeks you realized that you could do it better or yes yeah, it, yeah, well, the, the thing that stuck out to me that I didn't like when I first started was was seeing how the people are treated. It was I'd never I'd never up that in, to that point gone into a job, and the anxiety that I had from day one, for, for, from from minute one of starting that job, like I constantly thought I'd do, I'd done something wrong. Do you know like when you get pulled over by the police and you've done nothing wrong, but you think, fuck me, what have I done wrong? Of course. And it, it was it was like that that like every day of my life, and 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 seeing how the girls were treated as well, considering the job they do to make these agencies money, I just I didn't like it, and I thought. If I, I, I could do your job better than you, and I could do it in a in a in a better way, in a nicer way than you. Um, and, I, um, and what? So what, go on, give me some examples of how what, how would a girl be treated badly, poorly? Um, okay, for example, there's an agency um, who has that they have a regular client, and he purposely listen to this. He purposely doesn't wash before the girls turn up, right? Well, that's his thing. Yeah. And the agency are aware of that, and they make and they, and and if a girl's misbehaved, they make the girl go to that client. Whereas to me, that client's blacklisted. How can you be so, be so disgusting and have no respect for yourself? So they use and, the, the the dirty client as a punishment yes. if, if, yeah. for a girl misbehaving. Isn't that sick? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and, I, I, and I've seen so many things like that, and it just it turns my stomach. Um, 
so yeah, I, I, it's, it, 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 listen, it, this, I'm not going to make it like I'm a complete angel. This was about making myself some money and building up a business, but it, it, there was also a factor of it that I wanted a nicer environment for people to work in. Um, so the, in my head, there would be that these girls are getting beaten up by their pimps. Is that a misconception that's been perpetuated uh, by media? Um, completely, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it does go on. Um, I'd say um, I'm, I'm quite aware of a lot of the Eastern European community have... Um, they, they call them boyfriends or husbands, but you realise very quickly that they that they are pimps. Um, we are, I, I, I have a policy where I don't let any girl like that work here. I wish there was a system where I could report this, that I could so that so something could be done about it. But unfortunately, there isn't. All I can do is is let them go somewhere else. What What's the legality of this? Sorry, hang on. Uh, just so so you're so you're getting your so these girls are. Um you're getting offered them, but you don't employ them because obviously they're under this well, I'm not, of control. I'm not offered them. All, all, all the girls apply through the web, through, through our website or, or through word of mouth. Yeah. And they either call us or email in and then we'll bring them in for an interview. And if I, and, and I'll ask them some questions on the interview and, and if I get the feeling that they're in some way controlled or they don't want to actually be there, then I won't employ them. And you can't, um, you can't report, there isn't, you can't report them to the government. You can't. No, no, there's, there's, I've, I've, I've there, there are a few charities out there. There's, there's a company called Ugly Mugs where you can report um, you can report bad clients, and that gets passed around to the whole escort community. But in terms of helping some of the individual vulnerable girls, I, I have yet to find um, a, a, a good way to, to a, a good avenue to help them. Basically. And um, I guess the problem is, is that if they're immigrants or illegal immigrants, that if you do report them, then what are you sending them back to? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it, it's, tr- it's tricky. Very tricky. What? What? Um... What's the legality of it? I mean, I understand that. Uh, actually, no, I don't understand. You help, tell me what is the, what is the legality? <laughs> okay. Well, well, first of all, prostitution is is legal in the UK as long as as long as it's somebody doing the job and they want to do it. Right. Um, and well, I mean, what w- what we do is not prostitution. It's, it's escorting. There there is a, a slight difference in legality. So we're we're selling time. We're selling an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever. Whatever happens in that hour is between two people. Um, if if a client complains to me that, that that what was expected wasn't given, I'm sorry. You should have spoken to that with the girl beforehand. I, I always tell my clients that you need to speak to the girl before and tell them what you want. And if the girl is happy with that, then she'll come to you. If she if she's not, then she won't. Um, so it, we're, we're very much selling time, which makes it completely legal. Um, if if you start selling services, then it's it's a bit more tricky. Yeah, because you don't know it's the consent. How how do you exactly? Yeah, consent can only fall down onto the girl. Yeah, and and yeah, if you're putting them in a situation where where consent is a grey area, then I guess you you open yourselves up. Then, Um, so you said you 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 wanted to create a safer environment or or a better escort agency. What how did you go about doing that? What have you implemented? Um, So um, in my the office is a. It's quite a sociable place. Um, we're, we're one of the few agencies that actually has an office. Uh, most agencies make their uh, girls and drivers wait at car parks, Brent Cross, South Mint services, and just wait around in your car for jobs all night. That's what I used to do. And it's horrible. In the middle of winter, mm. when you're waiting for a, a job, and you, you're not getting paid when you're not working, so you just sit in your car for nothing. Um, so I've created a nice office um, for the girls to wait, um, a nice atmosphere. I insist, my, my number one rule when someone works here is you must be nice to each other. It's, it's, it's all I really expect is, 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 is be nice to each other, number one, and don't steal clients from me, number two. Um, and yeah, we, we, we're the first agency in, in London that I'm aware of to have a Christmas and a summer party. 
last Christmas I hired a boat on River Thames. I took all my girls and drivers um, for a cruise and a little party. It was nice. And, and, and the, the, the things that I'm doing are, isn't any, anything special. It's, it's just I'm trying to run it like like a normal business would. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going above and beyond. I'm just I'm just trying to run it like as if I as if I owned a shop or something. Just treat your staff like how you treat a normal person. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What, um, what, when you say steal your clients from me, what do you mean by that? Mm. Um, well, we have a lot of regular clients, um, and the, these regular clients they keep all the girls busy. Um, so, I, so if, if we've got a, a good client that spends maybe a thousand pounds a week on different girls, and then a new girl comes along and says, "Right, I'm going to um, says to him, we'll do a private, cut the agency out, and I'll do it for cheaper." Then, yeah, it's one thing you're doing it to me, but you're also taking away that income from the rest of the people that work for me as well. And I mean, that is quite common because in, in this industry, a lot of these people are just out for themselves, and that, that's how it is. Um, so it's, it's been quite difficult to kind of build that team environment, um, uh, in an industry where it's very much about yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, and, and they are the, they are the person that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, completely, completely. And, and it, I, 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 I don't, I don't blame anyone for, for, for deciding that I need to make this job work for me. But what I do try, try and say to them is, look, if, if, that's how you're, if that's how you're approaching this job, I completely respect that. But I recommend you maybe go to another agency to do that because I don't think I'm the sort of agency that, that deserves that treatment because I know that I spend more, uh, more per, uh, per girl on advertising than any other agency does. The outgoings are very, very high mm. to get that phone to ring. Um, so I, I do have to safeguard the business as, as well. No, no, and, and, and it, obviously if that, the precedent of girls going out and soliciting themselves... Mm. Is, is infinitely more dangerous for them in the long run absolutely yeah absolutely i mean t- to be honest i mean I, my, my, i went out of a policewoman about uh two years ago and the, i've got quite a good relationship with the police they know where we are they know what we do um i haven't got a problem with them i'm, I'm quite i'm quite open about about what we do mm. um and, and I, I actually think the police prefer agencies because it keeps it off the streets if you know what i mean yeah that's illegal right yeah yes it is yeah Curb, um, soliciting on the streets and curb calling on the streets is is highly illegal yeah yeah um so i, I guess what, what's 
what are, what's people's reactions to to your job when you tell them like when you told me i was like obviously fascinated like, i've never met, yeah. I've never met I, I, in my head, <laughs> it's something on the very underground it's not something i've come into contact with and yeah, um, I, I can I can cut it down to two things. Cool. Men are fascinated, and women tend to be a bit put off. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. What, um, it's, I... it's it's a tricky one. Um, what what I've what I've learned through this is that wow, people do really judge you on the job that you do. Do you know what I mean? And, and 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 I used to. I think back to how I was when I was younger. I, I when I was an estate agent, if someone walked in. Um, I would I would immediately maybe give them more or less respect depending on what job they did and maybe how much money they earned. Dan, which... you know you've chosen two of the most divisive professions. <laughs> no one likes state agents. <laughs> Not that many people like people that run escort agencies. I know. I haven't really done myself any favours, have I? <laughs> how have you found, though, that, that people's interactions are with you? Do you have to fight your corner? Do you, have to, I, do you find yourself explaining yourself a lot? I, I do, yeah. Um, but I... The thing is, once people get to know me, that they, they they realise that the judgment of of what who they think I am is actually is actually quite different to my job. Well, I hope so anyway. Um, and it's yeah, I've, I've just I've just learnt to maybe not let the job define me. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I I am more than my job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's such a it's such a massive like an like an <laughs> interesting job. It is, but it's also uh, you know it, it's not something you come across often. So people are going to see your job first all the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I do understand that, and I, I do understand the fascination as well. I mean, I remember when, I, when, when I first got into this, the fascination I had about it. Do you know what I mean? So I, I completely understand it. Yeah, I do, I do. When I think about it, I do. It does fill me with like a sense of anxiety, like the thought mm. of that, that that being my role. And obviously, I don't understand it, and that's part of this conversation. I'm trying to get my yeah. head around. Not to get into it, I should add. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I could ever do that. But what, what kind of criticisms have you had, like from people? You must get offended women uh, uh, talking yeah. to a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was one incident I had, and, and, and again, at the time I was a bit upset by it and a bit offended, but it, like, it is understandable. I was, I was chatting to this, to this girl in a pub, um, and she's a social worker, mm -hmm. okay? And obviously we got onto, onto, the, onto the role of what we did for a job. Uh, I told her what I did for a job, and obviously in her job she sees a lot of shit, do you know what I mean? A lot of, of, um, a, a lot of vulnerable people and a lot of victims, and immediately she just switched on me do you know what i mean so a drink was thrown over me oh, really? it was yeah it was it was pretty horrendous to be honest um i, I understand it do you know what i mean i understand where that comes from but it was it just kind of made me realize that wow if, if you it made me i didn't realize the gravity of the decision that i made when i decided to do this job do you know what i mean i was quite young mm. um whereas now that i'm a bit older and i've and and, and you mature a bit you realize well at the end of the day then you you made this decision so you've got to, you've kind of got to take it a little bit I guess I guess people would be reactive and she would be reactive because the, the assumption is that girls get into it because they're damaged, yeah. they're damaged yeah. or some way. I mean, like why why else would you want to go and fuck a stranger? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I, I, and 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 you know what? That, that's right. I mean, I, I I saw it a lot, especially when I was a driver. Um, I hated it. Didn't really vet their people. There was no checks on mental health or anything when I when I worked there. So just take anyone on. And I and I saw firsthand a lot of a lot of mental mental illness, and it was it was quite traumatic to be honest. I was, it wasn't it was, that was probably the worst time of my life doing this job was when I was a driver um, for that other agency. They um, I learned a lot, and I was quite young as well. Um, and um, and yeah, this it, it, but but it's it's all it's all meant that now I try and I try and do the right thing in my business. So I've learned from it all, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So what do you, the, the the girls you work with have mental health checks. You have to you check them over physically and mentally. I, 
Yeah, I now, I now offer. This hasn't something done from the from the uh, from the start, but it's something that I've I've introduced recently. Um, I offer free and uh, free counselling. Um, so I've I, I've got a therapist that I sometimes go to. Yeah. And and um, I offer free sessions to anyone that thinks they might need it to talk about anything. Any anyone that needs help with any drug issues, or the help is there as well. No one's actually taking me up up on it, but it, it's there if they need it. No, I mean it's a, it's a, it's an element of safeguarding, isn't it? I'm yeah. sure most people won't, but. It's there. Um, what? So what? What? It, I've asked like a quite a crass question, but go on. Is the is there? Have you ever had a relationship with any of your girls? Um, yes, I have. To, well, not 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 any of the ones that work for me, but I, I mean, in terms of my my personal life, I have had girlfriends that have done this job. Yeah. If that's what you mean. How, and how how does that how does that work? Does it does it is it something that once you develop fam, uh, problems? I'm um, sorry, problems. What was I talking about? Once you develop feelings. <laughs> Do, yeah. do problems arise, I guess, where, where I'm getting? Um, well, it's not something I've done for a long time. I've, right. I think I've had three, three girlfriends that have done this job. And first one, when I was quite young, I was about 21, 22. I didn't handle that one very well. I was very much, well, we, I was a driver at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, um, she was still working. And I, I really couldn't handle that. I, I, that was quite a bad time in my life, to be honest. And then after her, I met another girl. Um, that, that, that was doing this job, but, but I learned from the first one. So look, I can't be with someone that does this job. So your journey to a journey. And um, if one day you decide to quit this job, maybe we can give it a go. Mm. And then two weeks later she quit and said, let's give it a go. And we, we, we had a good relationship for about two or three years. We actually set the agency up together. And oh, wow. uh, the one that I've got now, yeah, but the, mess, the breakup was quite messy. So I ended up buying her out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, yeah. And then there was, and then the one after her was she was she was kind of a more high end escort. She was charging like a thousand pounds an hour. Um, going out with her, I learned some really, really, really wild stuff about what goes on in the world. That was a big eye opener for me going out with the the high class escort because they see a lot more and they deal with a lot more powerful and, and famous people, and it's yeah, it's quite mind blowing. But um, um, so, what was your original question, Flav? I forgot. <laughs> Well, I, I, I mean, I've got another question about that, if, you, if that's okay. Yeah, go on. What, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't want, like, I, I'm not asking for ti- I'm not asking for titillation. I, I, I'm just asking yeah, for, like... I, I can't really go on. drop any names or anything like no, that. No, no, but... no, 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 no. So, I don't want that, because I'll get in trouble as well if it ever, ever got out. All I'm asking yeah. for is that what's the difference from someone who, you know, spent... Sorry for the knocking, by the way, next door and cooking, yeah. I think. But um, the... Uh, yeah, what's the difference between... Uh, or how does the, the life of a, a high-class escort and someone who might cost? Okay, so, so th- th- this is, this is how I kind of work it out. At, at this level, the the, the, the girls we, we basically charge between 110 and 150 for the first hour, depending on how far the girls to travel, mm-hmm. um, and then all extension hours are 100 pounds. So it's basically 100 pounds an hour. Now, a high-class escort that's charging 1,000 pounds an hour um, has got to do a lot more for that money. Do you know what I mean? You kind of you get what you pay for. So it's not you know? it's not that she's just more beautiful, therefore costs more. No, 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 no. It's it's it's. I mean, yeah, there, there is an element of that. There is an element of 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 beauty, if you like. But there's there's. I've had girls work for my, not not many, but I've had a few girls work for mine that could easily charge that sort of money. But they prefer to do it at this level because it gives because they've got more power to say no. Mm. It's easier to turn down a hundred pounds than a thousand. Do you know what I mean? Of course. So it can kind of empower them a bit more. So you know what? No, I'm happy with that. You can keep your hundred pounds. Whereas if they're getting a thousand, it's kind of like all in. Help yourself. Do you know what I mean? And it's um, yeah. A lot of the girls that do it at the high end level, they they struggle with this. They don't work as much. They only probably need to do two or three jobs a week. 
but what they do in that hour i think have more of an effect on them than are you saying that the the clients at that level have more unique interests or or things that get them off from a stranger yeah i'd say so something like that like (laughs) and what what if you could give me an example of something yeah i mean i've I've written them all down actually it's quite a funny list i've got jam jar man (laughs) baby man foot guy and guy no poo man which one would you like to know about (laughs) um none of them uh, jam jar man jam jar man was one that i actually experienced um when i was a driver um a girl so, so this would happen quite a lot as a driver is that the, the clients would want the driver to go in and have sex with the girl while the client watched some of the drivers would do it i was very much not a chance i you wouldn't there wouldn't be enough money in the world to get me to go and do that because i was young and i wasn't no it's not happening it's yeah, just yeah, yeah fair enough like um so yeah so there was this one client that I think he was a bit obsessed with me, to be honest, because he'd always, he was banging onto the girl that he but get your driver to come in, get your driver to come in. And I was like, no, I'm not coming in. And then I think after a couple of weeks, um, I'd say I've been to him three or four times. And then the last time the girl was like, like you've got to come and collect the money. I was like, are you sure? I've never had to do this before. She's like, no, come to the door and collect the money. This is Jam Jam Man. This is Jam Jam Man, yeah. So she's opened the door with a smile on her face, right? And she's just opened the door all the way so I can see in the house. And all I see is this man. He's bent over the table. There's another girl there putting a jam jar up his ass. Oh, and as soon as he looks at me, I just see him ejaculate. And it was honestly, <laughs> and it was honestly one of the funniest yet disturbing moments of my life. <laughs> I, do you know what, what I knew? As soon as you said jam jar, it would involve going in his ass in some way. Yeah, there's a lot of that, to be honest, mate. I, this, this is what this job has taught me. Like... The fetishes that some people have is phenomenal. Like I was so unaware of 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 people's habits in the bedroom, but fucking nothing surprises me now. It's crazy. Well, just how you, how unique people are. Yeah, just the things that they're into, like just fetishes that I that you you wouldn't like. You you think they're niche, but they're not niche because like a lot of people are into them. Do you know what I mean? But you'd never know. And also as well, the amount of the amount of um, couples that book escorts was shocking to me. Really. Yeah, man and wife, like husband's birthday or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you if you got something like that, would you feel much more comfortable? If I got something like what? Uh, sorry, if a, if a to partners had booked for a, a girl to come along. Oh, a lot more comfortable. Yeah, and, and and the girls that do couple bookings, they prefer it because there's a girl there. Do you know what I mean? Someone that they can feel a bit comfortable with. Yeah. Um, and then nine times out of ten, when a couple books a, an escort, it's for the woman. Do you know what I mean? And the man's watching or something. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's that they, they they enjoy them jobs a lot a lot more. What um what sort of what sort of opportunities and how has your life changed since starting this? Well, like, what, I mean, I, I, you're alluding mate. to things previously when I spoke. Um, so in terms, of, what, what do you mean in terms of how my life changed? In terms of well, how my out in terms of how my quality like opportunities what, what would have happened if like if you'd have stayed as an how, the, the things that you've done and the things you've yeah. seen and experienced based on the fact that you've gone into this more adult world of working uh, yeah i mean I've, I, yeah so i've i've i've, I've, I've the, the route that i've taken down i've i've i meet me and a friend of mine set up a, a porn site a couple of years ago we, we were trying to get into the porn industry um i've been to a lot of the porn I awards i didn't know uh, that yeah <laughs> so so this was our business idea i'm going to say it because we never ended up doing it yeah. um all porn stars escort that's like a, a 
not not very well hidden secret. All, all porn stars escort. I mean, it's the same thing if you ask me. What is the difference between an escort booking and a, and a porn shoot? It's a camera being there. That's the at the end of the day, it's a woman getting paid to have sex. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So 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 it's it, the only difference is the camera. And um, my, I think I talked, I talked about my friend who's, who's in the porn industry. Um, we were going to do it together and we were going to set up a, on, on the one side an escort agency with a, a porn star escort agency mm-hmm. and, on the, and uh, running alongside that a porn site. And the, basically, in, do you know every porn scene's got uh, a storyline? Yeah. The, the story. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Well, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and for the storyline of, of of our porn scenes, uh, we actually, we actually shot about four or five, but they never they never got released. I think they're on my mate's um, hard drive. Um, was was going to be the guy would um, go onto our actual website, the porn star, book the porn star he wanted. She'd turn up. So we were kind of like playing out what could actually happen. Yeah. So it's kind of like that fantasy. And, Sounds and alright. At the end, this could this could actually be this could actually happen, and we could also plug that on, say, Pornhub and all the free porn sites as well, which would be fantastic advertising that our agencies tapped into. Mm. So that was our big idea, but it never happened in the end. We had a bit of a falling out, but oh, we're friends again. So what, you, you, never... you, you fell out over that, or you just didn't? Have, did you have enough money to do it? At the time, I didn't have. I wasn't in the right place to do it. I was going through my stuff. So was he. Fair um, we've we kind of we've kind of fixed our relationship now. We're quite good friends again. So it might be something we go back into, but we'll see. Okay. So yeah, you ended up. Uh, so, you, so what? When you say like you started, this was in Vegas. Did you say was it in America? No, no, no. no we went to they they do they do porn part they do porn star awards in London at the um, at Spearmint Rhino mm. in, in in central London. They have them the Paul Raymond Porn Awards. They're called. And my mate took me along to that um, a couple of years ago. Then we ended up going like as a regular thing. Um, and yeah, the idea just came from there. Um, what um, do you like? How does your how's your relationship with women affected? Uh, you know, in terms of you know having relationships, like a loving relationship, rather than one that you just want to have sex with. Yeah. Um, is it, well, is it challenging? It is, to be honest. Like, imagine, imagine if you're. I mean, I, I've been in I've been in the in the adult slash sex industry for. Um, since I was 21 and I'm 34 now, so 13 years of my life, my whole adult working life, basically, I've been doing this. Mm. And it has definitely affected, I mean, it, it's, if, if anything, for the, for, the, for the better. I mean, when I, when I first got into this, I would have, I would have, I, I was loving it. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was, um, I was like a kid in a candy shop. Awesome. Couldn't get enough. Um, whereas now, um, I've, I've, it's definitely matured me and it's definitely made me realize what's important. And, um, and I, I was always chasing sex and not and not looking for love. Whereas now, sex can sex is what it is. Whereas something that means something is 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 a lot more important to me now. And I honestly don't think without this job I'd have learned that lesson. Looking back at the person that I was. Yeah, yeah. What you mean you because of you, what you, it sounds like you just sort of wrung it all out. <laughs> you got you got it all out <laughs> yeah. your system. But, but basically, yeah, that's, that's that is basically what's happened. Mm. Um, I think to an extent, I think most most men kind of need that a little bit to to go and in in their twenties get whatever they need to get out of their system, so that once you do meet the sorts of person you want to settle down with, and if, if something's offered to you, you can go. You know what? No, I've, I've been there. I've done that. I'm, I'm not interested. Yeah, completely. I understand that to a certain degree. Um, what um, what about your family? Like, how do they do they know? Obviously, they know. Yeah. My, my my parents both know what I do for a job. They're actually very supportive of it, to be honest. I mean, well, they're at the beginning. 
Uh, yeah, they were. They, 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 they were. Um, I've always, I've always been a good boy. Do you know what I mean? I've never, I was never a troublemaker. I've always, I've always had my head screwed on. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be a bit wild when I have a drink, but I'm not, I'm not a mean or nasty person. It's not like, um, it's, it's not like they were ever worried about me and and, and my intentions. Um, so no, I'd, I'd full support from my family. Um, but just obviously, this the my mum was always, always making sure that I'm the, the girls were all right and, the, and then they're getting treated okay. Um, so yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all quite positive. All right, Dan, I think that's it for now. Um, but what we're going to do, if you're up for um, coming on again, is do a follow-up because people generally have questions after listening to this stuff and I'll just put together a list of questions and if you're up yeah. for answering them, that'd be really good. Yeah, I've got nothing else to do at the minute, mate, so no problem. <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 